Are you okay? Don't care. Great. Bring on the bubbly. Babe. <laughs> hey guys, this is Are You Okay with Teeny Lewis. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Oh, shh. I wasn't going to introduce you just yet. Shush. I have another guest with me today. Somebody who has actually been on the podcast before. Just give me a second. I need to I need to kick off this episode guest, okay? Um <laughs> It's all good. Mom, stop. Welcome back, Mom. Okay, okay, okay. We have the OG podster in the house. My very first podcast guest after a year of podcasting. This time last year, early 2021, I came back home to my parents' place in Ottawa. I was unemployed again and just kind of going through it as we all have been the last two years and decided to start this podcast. And mom, mother, Kelly Sullivan, the Kelster, was my very first guest. Isn't that right, mom? That's right. And I believe I coined the phrase, hey, Hey, podsters. Yes, mom did name the listeners the podsters. And for those of you that have been following along while I'm slurring, eh? You're okay. I am not okay. We are actually drinking red wine podsters. We had spritzers the last time we did this, I believe. And now we're having some red wine. Cheers, mamacita. Cheers to you. We are currently in my closet in Toronto. I'm uh, actually in a yoga pose on a cushion on the floor. And yeah, considering you have like the worst back ever, I'm actually surprised... I'm actually not surprised that this position is comfortable for you because it's a it's a good position. Like, if you can't sit cross legs, like, you've got way more problems than you think. Am I right, Mom? Pretty much. That means your hips are tight. So we are here in the closet. What do you think? The sound is epic, but the, uh, the decor, not so much. It's a little scary. It's like there's a lot of lambs in the cupboard. I feel like <laughs> Clarice. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know if you know about Baby Lamb and <laughs> Mr. Lamb. and So the, the closet's full of lambs, and I'm scared. I feel like Anthony Hopkins is going to, like, <laughs> jump out of the closet or something. Not the sounds of the lambs. Yes, Podsters, my partner and I call each other lambs. It's a long story. It's slightly embarrassing. And, yeah, there are a lot of stuffed lambs in the closet. We used to have them out in the bedroom. And I was just like, okay, like, you know, I'm a 30-year-old woman. Like, I don't need – there's nothing wrong with stuffies. But there was, like, a massive collection of them. And I was like, okay, let's just put them in the closet, like, on display. But you're not right. It's a little creepy. Well, Clarice. Yes. <laughs> Clarice. Mom, that movie still gets me. Like, oh. I remember watching it when I oh, was young. Oh, he's scary. Hannibal the Cannibal when he's got, like, that <laughs> oh mask thing on his face and they're transporting him. No, he's a cre- he's a creepy character. Great, great, great actor. Um, okay, so we're back in the closet. It has been a year since I started podcasting. Coming up on the year, year anniversary, anniversary of my podcast, my 30th birthday, and now I'm turning 31. Help! Nobody wants to turn fucking 31. I'm sorry, but no. What's wrong with 31? 
I mean, I don't, I don't, I just like. You don't even know. You're not there yet. So. True. Next weekend. So my parents are here celebrating my birthday. They're also celebrating, kind of sending me off because I am going back to work on the cruise ship. Am I fucking okay? No, you're not okay. But you know what? I'm really happy because it's Newport's a call. I've been aboard the cruise ship before. Many a time. And now I'm going aboard a different one uh, with great ports of call. And actually, our plan is to renew our 35th wedding vows in the glacier in Alaska. Yes, I will be on the glacier in my bikini you will be renewing your vows. I don't think you can actually go on the glacier, Mom. Like, the ship no, the goes, ship into goes the glacier. in the glacier. Yeah, it's not the first time that Mom and I have been to Alaska. We went on a gay cruise to Alaska back when I was, like, 19. Isn't that correct? Yeah, well, it was a gay-friendly cruise. No, I'm pretty sure it was a gay cruise. It like, was I think gay. we were the only straight people there, which is totally fine by us. Um, And it was our family cruises, so the idea is that... It's not just, like, gay singles or gay couples. It's, like, gay children, gay grandparents, gay parents, and everybody just, like, comes together. So, it was an amazing experience. So, I'm really excited to go back to Alaska. Um, Thank you for taking me on that trip, Ma. You're welcome. We've been on lots of trips, actually. We have. And it's funny because the last time I went back on the ship, which I think was in 2018, we took a mini mother-daughter trip to South Beach, Florida, Miami. Do you need to pour yourself some more wine? Because you're fidgeting over there. No, I'm good. I'm fine. Okay, cheers, bitch. Cheers. We went to South Beach before my last ship contract. And... <laughs> it was quite the adventure. Yeah. Should we share what that, with how that trip kind of started for us? Um, We met up at the hotel. We stayed at the Dreams... Dreams Hotel, I think, right on the beach. Yeah. We were like in a... Art Deco kind of boutique hotel. It was gorgeous, but there was no lighting in the bedroom. I just remember being that being really annoying, but yeah. um, it was beautiful. The food, the weather was not the best, so, so we obviously just ate our faces off. Yeah, we did. We went to some great places. Remember that snow crab place? Yes, Joe Stone Crab. Yeah, we stayed sober the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, the first day we got there was we weird. We're hammered. Well, no, this is what we happened. We got hammered. Well, hammered. We were talking and walking and functional and knew how to get back to our hotel. <laughs> did we? Yes, I did. I did not. We got there. We we're obviously exhausted, excited to see each other. And we were kind of roaming, you know, as you do around the beach and like the boardwalk and. We bumped into, like, these people. No, first that lady came up to the table, and I bought those Tibetan bracelets. Oh, yes, of course. If somebody comes to sell mom something, she's buying it. It's funny, because you're a salesman. You should know when someone is, like, trying to take you for a ride. She wasn't taking me for a ride. I wanted the bracelets. Of course you did. And, Dad, make sure your mother doesn't buy stupid shit out there. No, he... No, what he does is... He checks the credit card on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm like, yo. We're just spending the airport $300 in the airport. I went um, to the duty-free, baby. Clarence. Yeah. yeah you got to take advantage of, like, you know, getting good, fair dollar value for products that you get ripped off elsewhere. Amen. So, when we got to South Beach, we bumped into these people, and... 
Mommy, you're fidgeting. Did you forget how to podcast? You can't really move. Oh, sorry. You're making me... <laughs> well, put me in a cast or something. <laughs> Have you ever had anyone else in the closet before? Yes. I've actually had Layla in the closet. Um, She was my... Uh, she was on season one where she's my psychic bestie. So we talked all about that. Don't... Get mom started on Miss Layla. Mom is a huge fan. Yeah, yeah. She's super talented. She's like, she's she's a certified witch, but like a good witch. The shit she has predicted for all of us. Yeah. Story for another day. Don't get mom started on this. Kate, we need to tell the Miami Beach story or okay. the South Beach story. So we bumped into these people and we were hammered at this point. Okay, sorry. We were well on our way. And so were they. And I remember we were just kind of like chatting with them. They had some drinks for us. They were all around my age, maybe a little older than me. And they just thought you were so fucking cool. Yeah. And when mom and I get going, like we like to think we're, well, you have a ton of energy as do I. I get a lot of my good qualities from you. And when we, we we're just able to talk to people and like meet people and make friends with anyone. Like when mom goes out for a smoke, Oh my gosh, she's always got someone to talk to. Don't of course, you? yes. She can start a conversation with a fucking wall. Um, so we start a conversation with these people. Next thing you know, we're fully like we brainwashed them into thinking we were like energy healers. Oh yeah, absolutely. And we were like, okay, everyone, we're gonna get in a circle and we're gonna manifest our dreams and we're gonna like feel the energy. It was crazy. I know, but mom, I was so drunk, I just had like flashes of it. I was like chanting and we were like jumping and like no but the energy was real okay but what did we do like explain what we did i'm not really well we just oh so you were well no i think they had i ended up giving them the bracelets oh yeah and we were all like we're best friends <laughs> well they stayed in touch with you they were two bartenders from minnesota yeah the girls were great and they, and were, they like... were flying out that day pretty sure they were leaving soon so we kind of just like all made like an energy circle we all just like held hands and like felt the energy and mom was like rub your hands together and then i was like chant and repeat after me and like honestly we were ready for like the loony bin i was like what is wrong with us well we were kind of like south beach mediums <laughs> you know how they have like the uh, long island medium we were the south beach mediums Maybe like the South Beach unhinged mother-daughter judo that thinks they know what they're doing. It's all right. Well, it's too bad we can't go on another trip this time, Mom. But I know oh. you're going to come on the ship and visit me. My mom's favorite saying after Hey Snappers, of course, is... I need a vacay. And I do. It's been a long time. It's probably been the longest you've gone without a vacation. Oh, God. Like, I'm so due. So where are you headed? I'm going to one of the most sacred spots in the world. I typically don't like going back to the same place. Sacred, eh? Oh, it's very sacred. Sacred to like, you, I think. Well, no. It's a place of a lot of people say that it is a place of healing so we're actually going to the Baja. Um, it's two and a half. We're going to be staying in a town called La Paz, which is on the Sea of Cortez. The National Geographic always has a boat there. Um, Jacques Cousteau's favorite place. It's the only place in the world where you'll have mountain, desert, and ocean. And the combination of those three things together 
make the aquaculture and the air and the vibe. The and- vibe. Like, I've even been podsters. So after my second cruise ship contract, my oh, she almost spilt the wine. Cross-legged isn't so comfy after all, eh, Mom? Feeling a little tight over there? Well. Feeling a little stiff? When was the last time I sat on the floor cross-legged? In a closet. With lambs. <laughs> With the lambs staring at you. All seriousness, podsters. La Paz is absolutely fucking stunning. I yeah. need to stop swearing. But essentially, I went last minute. I joined my parents. My brother went and we met up with their friends. And I was exhausted. I had just finished my second cruise ship contract. They convinced me to fly out there from the ship. So I had all my luggage. And you fly into Cabo. Uh, I actually flew to Mexico City, then Cabo. And then you have to take like a car to La Paz. There's no bus. There's no flight. There's no train you can fly into that airport but for whatever reason i couldn't and so they hired a driver for me and this like random driver is driving me into the desert at like three o'clock in the morning i could have been killed okay dramatic but my phone wasn't working and you guys were like trying to stay up for me but everyone fell asleep dad was like nodding off the table apparently doing shots john and dad said they were gonna wait up for you which they did, but of course, the only day of the trip that we were going on a fishing charter was that morning at 6 a.m. Yeah, so eventually I got a hold of my dad and managed to get into the house that we were staying at, but it was a fucking journey. And they're like, listen, we're getting up in three hours to go on this like exclusive trip on a boat, a private charter on the water. We're going to fish. We're going to see dolphins, all this crazy stuff. But I was just so tired. I couldn't fathom getting up and doing that. But you know my ass rallied, and it was truly the experience of a lifetime. I swam with a whale shark. I saw hundreds of dolphins, like, just swimming. It was breathtaking. I'm so excited. The humpback whales. Just, okay, whoa. We didn't see whales, Mom. Yeah, we did. We did not see any whales. Yes, we did. I did not see whales. The whale we rescued with the the row. We did not rescue a whale. Uh, Well, the last. Okay, you did maybe the last time we were there. Yeah, the last time we were there, we did. But the cool thing is, is it's all in their natural habitat, right? So it's. It's, it's monitored in terms of how many boats can be in those areas and stuff yeah. like that, but it's breathtaking. I jumped in the water with a whale shark, and my brother, who's such a wimp yeah. when it comes to the water, wouldn't even do it. But um, He jumped in for a second and jumped, jumped back. Jumped right back out. Yeah. No, but yeah, no. trip of a lifetime for anyone who wants to um, go to Mexico or the West Coast, highly, highly recommend. Um, I'm going to be going back there on the ship as well, which is super dope. So, mother... Mother, mother, mother. A year has gone by since we've done this. How have you changed? How have you evolved? I really did not think we would still be in the situation that we're in. Oh, um, how did I evolve? Well, being in sales is very difficult when you cannot be in front of the customer. But we had to learn to pivot and... We've signed on 25 new customers. Our uh, business not the is... business pitch. Oh, well, what you said. How did you... I think pivot is a great word, Mom. Pivot I had to, yeah, has I had been to... the word. Yeah, so it's been difficult for everybody, but I think we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, despite the craziness that's going on in Ottawa, the protesting, which I just think is... Oh, we're not going to get political here, Mama. 
I mean, it's, it's heinous. I'm just kind of like, I'm just over everything. I'm over everything, everything, everything. I do not want people fighting. I do not want people dying. I also don't want to lose the best years of my life, you know? No. So we just need to live and adjust and keep pivoting and keep hope. But it's just hard. Like, I feel like everyone's developed an anxiety disorder, like genuinely. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got COVID fatigue. I mean, it's just, it's, it's. And by COVID fatigue, you mean fatigue by just like even hearing about the virus. Yeah. Just had it mentally. I mean, there's one thing talking about mental health, but mental well-being, like if your brain is not okay, your whole body's not okay. Yeah. I mean, speaking of brains and bodies not being okay, how's yours? Um, mine is, it's been a really rough year, but, um, I'm actually in Toronto to be seen at a clinic, one of its only kind in the world. Uh, it's actually called the Good Hope Clinic and I'm waiting to get a diagnosis of a very rare genetic connective tissue disorder called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome which would explain my multitude of injuries and multi-systemic um, health issues. But I have a pain specialist now. He's fantastic. Um, so that's really improved the quality of my life. Um, it ha it's not 100%, but it's much better. And I'm very hopeful for the future. And, um, yeah, going so away monsters. on vacation and going to come back feeling healthy and rock it out of the park again. Are you okay? No, I'm never okay. Yeah. So podsters, for those of you that don't know, or for those of you that tuned into my second episode of my podcast ever, where my mom was my first guest, we unpacked like what she does for a living, which is incredible. And you can go back and listen to that and all of her business endeavors and being an entrepreneur as a woman, et cetera, et cetera. But she's also somebody who suffers from chronic pain and like you said, a multitude of fucking health problems. And you would never know because you're so full of life and you are self-employed and you can't just give up and yada, yada, yada. So since the, tr the theme of season three of my show is truth, let's talk a little bit about the truth of chronic pain and the truth of invisible illness yeah. and what that kind of looks like, because there are so many people who are suffering. Oh, and you yeah. You just never know. Yeah. No. Um, invisible illnesses are so... Um, I don't want to say I wish I looked sick uh, because maybe people would have a better understanding the impact of chronic pain when your body is in pain 24-7. It changes how your brain works changes who you are. It changes who you are. I mean, I am starting to learn new tools. I have a pain psychotherapist now. Who... Yes, I kept telling you, you need to talk to someone. Yeah. Because to be fully transparent, like when you're constantly talking to me or unloading to me or your husband or your friends, like we're, we kind of run out of things to say. Yeah. You know, and I feel that way about a lot of my relationships now. You know, everyone's hurting in some way and I just like... I think I'm really great at giving advice and I'm a great listener and that's why I'm a good friend. But sometimes you're just like, fuck, there's nothing to say. No, there isn't. Um, w there's no cure for chronic pain or for the kind of issues that I have, but um, I'm learning new tools, how to be more mindful. I'm trying to work less hours, but 
you know, when opportunity knocks at the door, you've got to take and take it and run with it. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to lie in bed today and not make that happen. I don't want this to define who I am. If I can accomplish what I have um, with these uh, pain issues and injuries I get for no explanation, you know, this summer I woke up and I perforated my eardrum. I just, you know, zero trauma. Um, so to get back to your point about truth and stuff, I, I think it's important to speak to people how you're feeling. Um, and I know that everybody doesn't get it and I can't expect them to, but the best advice I could give someone if they wanted to help support someone who is suffering from an invisible illness or chronic pain or is try to educate yourself a little bit about the disorder. Um, because sometimes um, I would say the worst symptom I have now, which I never had before, is called fibro fog. So I can tell Justine something, a full-on conversation, and the next day not recall telling her. Yeah, and I get frustrated because I think you're just repeating yourself. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know what fibro is, fibromyalgia is another autoimmune disorder that you also have. Yeah. But who knows? If you do get this EDS diagnosis, you may not even have fibro anymore. It could no, just all exactly. be EDS. And I do feel like people are getting more educated about fibro because it is more common. But I also feel like it's like, fuck, like Western medicine, it's not really designed to treat the cause. We're treating symptoms here, which in a sense I understand too. It's just like there's just too many people with too many sicknesses are just so overwhelming when you get down to it and it's like at the end of the day like nobody deserves to suffer no matter what the cause is no it's about quality of life and um it took me a very long time to get into the pain clinic but you know my pain specialist and neurosurgeon so he understands how powerful pain is on the brain i mean you have two nervous systems. One is your sympathetic nervous system, which is the one that tells you you're in pain. And when you're in so much pain, it increases your fear, which increases your anxiety, which increases the pain. So you feel like you're on this hamster wheel and you can't get off. And now with these new innovations and treatments I'm getting, Um, they're painful to get, but it's making my quality of life better and seeking out help, speaking to someone who actually suffers from chronic pain as well. Uh, she is a full fledged psychotherapist, but she does suffer from, I'm not sure what it is because of patient confidentiality. Right. She's not going to tell your life story. No, it's about but I'm telling can t- her your life story. But I can tell she's in pain when I talk to her. I can see it in her eyes. Mom, thank you so much for sharing. I think it is really important to give everyone a voice. I really believe everyone has a story. And coming up on the one year anniversary of my podcast, I've realized that this is just storytelling. This is a form of storytelling. I'm an artist and I was always trying to find my not niche because I love to perform. That's what I love to do. I'm not necessarily a writer. I'm not necessarily a, 
you know, director. I'm not necessarily a, like creating my own work was always a big kind of like thing I never thought I could do. But this is a form of storytelling, just like theater, just like movies, just like, you know, any form of art, you know, visual art, dance. It's all storytelling. And everyone has a fucking story. Everybody has a story. So just to give the podsters an even more perspective about like what you go through on the daily, why don't you kind of describe how it feels when you wake up in the morning? Oh, wow. Because that seems like it's like your hardest part of the day. It's the worst part of the day. So what we try to do now is dad... Um, wakes me up, I take my medication and I'll go back to sleep for like an hour. If I get up right away, um, sometimes I can't walk. I never know how I'm going to feel one morning to the next. Um, sometimes like the pain in my hips are so bad. I can't make it from the bedroom to the family room. Um, and the worst symptom I've been having for the last couple of years is full body muscle spasms. I would liken it to having a writer's cramp, but your entire body like that 24-7. So even when you're sleeping, your muscles are like contracted. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely tricky as an outsider as your daughter to like see some days you wake up and you're totally fine and other days you're not and I'm just like oh like it's frustrating right because it feels like you can't plan and like nobody wants to see their mom in pain obviously and it's like you were fine yesterday like what do you mean yeah and I think that's probably like the biggest misunderstanding about invisible illness and anyone else that I've talked to who has like a similar trajectory as you and yeah because we're not reliable we have to cancel plans we don't you know I I'm careful now I try to you know only work so many hours sitting at my desk like if I sit at my desk for eight hours like I'm still suffering yeah you're not great at you're not great at saying no and kind of following through with a stress plan, a stress management plan. I get it. You're in a high stress job and like, you'll just work, 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 work until you're in the ground. And it's like, you can't do that anymore. You know, that's not sustainable. And that it's not sustainable for anyone. I'm even learning that, you know, it's like, I've been really hard on myself during this rehearsal process for the ship because I just haven't been feeling a hundred percent. And I think it's, Not to make this conversation about me, but it's like, you know, we just need to pivot. Like you said, the truth of like this pivoting of like, you know, we've all been through so much the last two years. We are ever changing mental health. Everything's connected stress. And like, it's just like, do you feel like when you get stressed, it triggers symptoms? Absolutely. Yeah. So mom, get your stress under control. I'm glad you admitted that. No, no. Stress, stress is a huge trigger. It's so hard because I love to meditate. I love to do yoga when I'm feeling good. And when I'm not feeling good, I won't commit to those things. And I know there are the things that are going to make me feel better. Yeah. Like, why is that? Well, because when you're really not feeling well, but I, I, the last year, what I've tried to do is make my bedroom my sanctuary. So I don't 
like if I'm feeling unwell, I don't lie in my bed. I set myself up a certain way, like in the family room or the living room. Yeah, we're the same way, Mom. We need to like set the space up. Yes. So my bedroom now is more like my safe zone. Um, and if I want to buy $300 sheets because that makes me feel better. And as you know, I love my tuxedo pajamas. Yes, tuxedo pajamas. I'm wearing some right now. You, Mom gets the best pajamas. They're that kind of like slinky material is what I want to call them. It's like not cotton, but it's not silk or spandex, but it's stretchy. It's sort of bamboo-ish fac- uh, fabric. fabric. <laughs> Speaking of bamboo. Bamboo-ish. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm wearing some right now in tuxedo, meaning like the matching top and pants. And like I used to wear these like. 10, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago when I was working on the ships, my friends would always be like, what's with the full set pajama teeny? Like, are you okay? I'm like, no. Speaking of not being okay and unwell and talking about how stressed I am, let me pour myself another glass of wine. Yeah. Well, it's better than the stupid pizza shirt you used to wear. Yes. I used to have this like oversized. No, the pizza shirt. Walmart PJ top from like the PJ plus size section where it was just like a t-shirt dress and it had like a pizza slice on it. Yeah. And my mom was like, I'm going to burn this. Yeah. No, it had to go. It was time to go. I loved it. Like a good throw over after a shower kind of top, a getting ready shirt. Don't care, mom. Like a moo-moo sort of. (laughs) No, look, you're going to see a lot of moo-moos in Hawaii. Yes. Why don't you tell us they're not looking too good in your moo-moo? Okay. So I've been to Hawaii many, 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 many years ago. I will be going to Hawaii on the ship that I'm on if all goes well with fucking COVID. But yes. So we're on the airplane and a very good friend of ours. We won't mention his last name, but Stevie B. (laughs) If you're listening to the podcast... Um, so he, he was a cigarette smoker at the time and he just had a cigarette in his hand and he was like fiddling with it. And the stewardess went up to him and said, uh, you're not going to light that, are you? And he's like, of course not. She goes, well, you're looking like pretty stupid. And he's like, you ain't looking too cute in your moo-moo, honey. (laughs) So, um, just FYI. The uh, nicer the location, the older the stewardesses are on the airplanes. Really? So, yes. Yeah, so oh, right. Everybody because they get wants... the better itinerary, the yes. better flights because yes. they're more seasoned. Yeah. Like so, so he didn't get water the rest of the flight or anything. <laughs> and our other friends that were tr- dad's business acquaintances were like, who is this guy? I love him though. Um, yeah, he says what you're, what we're all thinking. Yeah. Um, speaking of speaking your mind. Yes. I'd say that's something we're both pretty good at. What is some, uh, some closing advice, mom? Some kind of, you know, thoughts that you may have about podcasting or being a guest on this podcast or anything you want to leave the podsters with before I cut you off. Um, I would say this this podcast is a little bittersweet. Um, I'm really happy that Justine's got a new contract and super excited for her. 
uh, but we'll miss her. Even though with social media, you can still see her, but she's my girl. I'm going to be stuck with the boys again, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, I'm going to miss you a lot. I know. And that's, that's so great. But like, did you have anything you wanted to share with the podsters? Like some, any last minute advice? You're great. My last minute, my last minute advice for the podsters is just try not to focus too much. What's going on in the world. Um, focus on what makes you happy. Get rid of the toxic relationships in your life. Um, stay away from negative situations and stay positive. Yeah, I mean, you're really good at that, Mom. Like, not to unpack 8,000 other things, but I know that you've had some toxic relationships in your life, and when you're done, you're done. And yep. I think... I think that's something I've kind of taken after with you as well. It's like, we have so many friends, and we are very open and giving, and like, always wanting to meet new people and invite them into our lives and include them, but sometimes when you give people an inch, they take a mile. And I've seen you cut some people out because you literally had no choice yes and I've also had to do the same unfortunately not not a lot very very um wow am I okay no you're not okay um only a couple of times have I ever (laughs) silence of the lambs lambs. are we gonna go watch that now um but yeah I've had to do it podsters and there's no shame in that um no is a complete sentence no is a complete sentence. 2021 was the year of no for me. 2022 is the year of yes, baby. Yeah, it's going to be a great year for everybody. So, um, podsters, snappers, uh, have a great week. And uh, hopefully Teeny will be doing some more episodes from the ship and uh, yeah I'm gonna do my best to kind of keep this alive if I need to take a break to kind of reassess and see the direction that I want to take the podcast in don't hate me I have been so so grateful more than you guys could ever imagine for this platform that I've created that we've all created together you know we've had some really powerful conversations I've talked about a lot of things that I think are really important I love to give people a voice I love to bring understanding to to things that you may not understand you know like that are taboo or that you've never heard of like I had one of my good friends come on the show last week who is transgender and uh he told his entire story which is unique to him and then I did a poll on Instagram of like who has heard a transgender story before who who knows a trans person and has heard their story and it was literally 50 50 if not like I think it was like 40 to 60 percent uh 40 or 60 percent I can't remember but the majority of people had not heard a trans person's story before. So uh-huh. it's like, it's beautiful to be able to provide the space for people to do that. And I just want better understanding for everyone. You know, like this, this podcast, are you okay? Like we're not fucking okay. And that's the point. And so I would love to keep it up in any capacity that I can. Thank you for purchasing merch. If you have, thank you for sharing. Please go ahead and subscribe, follow, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you don't already, leave me a review. It really helps me out. Slide into my DMs with feedback, advice, anything you want to share. Like, I'm all ears. I love collaborating with people. I'm currently slurring, so I need to go. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram at teeny time. And you can find my podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find my mom, Sullivan underscore Kelly on Instagram. Well, it's been a pleasure and bon voyage. Ciao, ciao.